What's up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at NestGTO. Let's go. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. Wake up. It is time to talk some boxing real quick. No sound on YouTube. Oh, great. Don't ruin my mood right now, brother. Don't do that. No sound, champ. Yo, yo, thumbs up. What's going on? Oh, no, 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 no. Where you going? Oh, uh, let me see. Am I good now? Can I get a, can I get a, I'm, you're good now? No, no, you're good now? Because everything does seem to be the way that it should be. Okay, they're saying all good now. Yo, man, what's going on, yo? Why y'all scam me like that, bruv? It's not, that's not, that's not bueno. But let me see something. Was it that you didn't hear my sound bite? Okay, that's what it was. You didn't hear that. All right, so we did a lot of touching yesterday and I'll show you why you know we was we was hard at work and voila you know we were putting the studio together so uh maybe maybe something um isn't completely the way that it should be uh let me see here do you guys hear me on twitter spaces you should be hearing me now, or at least if uh, you called in, we will hear you now. Yeah, I probably should have ran some tests, but, you know, I, I didn't get done till mm, 2 in the morning. So, yeah, man, shout out to Travis from Sticky Paws that came through and uh, definitely helped put the studio together and uh, tweak some things, but seems like we're going to... Still need a visit from my man Trav uh, to just go over a few things. But we're here to discuss, obviously, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. Uh, Shelly Finkel, you know, saying that he would much rather go straight into the Anthony Joshua fight um, instead of Joshua fighting someone like Dillian White, who is the rumored fight. Uh, obviously, had Jermaine Franklin gotten the actual win, you know, Eddie Hearn did throw out uh, the possibility of AJ taking on the winner of that fight. And, and now that the winner happens to be um, Dillian White, it looks like Shelly Finkel uh, doesn't want that to happen, obviously. Um, and he prefers for AJ and Wilder to go straight into a fight next. Um, he, he, he's basically saying, look, look how bad Dillian White looked. 
there's really no need for AJ to face a guy like uh, White, especially after that poor performance. So why not go straight into the Wilder fight? And, you know, while I do like that as a boxing fan, like I do want that for us, I understand that that's not really realistic. Um, it's not 100% realistic because obviously Joshua is coming off of a loss. So, you know, Wilder, he was coming off of a loss, but he's gotten his tune-up. So uh, I think it's kind of unfair for um, Shelly to act as if AJ doesn't have to fight anyone and they can go straight into it because that wasn't the case for Wilder. You know, they did send Wilder the offer. Um, allegedly, Finkel says that, you know, that offer came when there was already a deal in place with Robert Hellenius, so they didn't even entertain it. They also didn't reply. And, you know, that email, I believe, was sent to them in August, according to Eddie, and, you know, they didn't reply until after Wilder fought and defeated Hellenius. Um, that being said, fast forward today, Finkel does want it, but just like Wilder had, you know, the time and opportunity to tune up and to get one under his belt, I think that, um, you know, AJ's team is going to want that. They're going to want that. And and so will AJ fans. Um, rightfully so, you know. Uh, it's a big fight for AJ to go in facing Deontay Wilder off of a loss. It, I don't know how much sense that makes. Um, honestly, I don't know how much sense that makes for AJ. Uh, we might have to get this one with a tune-up. That being said, um, I believe Finkel was kind of okay with a tune-up as long as they can get a deal in place, which, again, is, is, is so ironic because it's the exact opposite of what he was, you know, what he wanted, right? And, and, and what his history tells us, in the past, they didn't want to have a Deontay Wilder and AJ fight signed while they had fights. According to the public and, and obviously, you know, the teams, your value can go up and down based off of law. So why sign today to fight you next week when next week you might end up having a loss? And why would you sign if next week you might end up with a win, which raises your stock in value. So um, it's definitely kind of unfair of, 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 of Finkel to, to want, you know, the opposite of what he chose to seek for Wilder. Uh, we'll see how AJ, you know, chooses to 
play this one out because there's heavy rumors that uh, Jermaine Franklin is still a possibility. You know, he's still a possibility according to uh, the articles and the industry. But I do have some quotes from Shelly Finkel that I do want to uh, get to you guys. What is up with this? I wonder if this, uh, let me try on another browser. I'm feeling like uh, freaking web page is acting up. So if you're watching this on uh, YouTube this fine morning, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so because we are trying to get to our goal of 159,000. And guess what? Only you can get us there. So go ahead and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. So uh, here goes our quotes. And this is on Boxing Scene and obviously... It says, um, we might fight Ruiz because Joshua won't fight us, but we will fight Joshua next. The biggest fight for either is with us. Maybe in your area, the biggest fight is Joshua versus Fury, but Fury is fighting Alexander Usyk next, Finkel told The Sun. If Joshua is ready or willing to fight us next, that is what we want, and we will give anything to fight him. And we will give anything to fight him. And we will give anything to fight him. See that right there where I highlighted that? Okay. Moving on. This has been a five-year campaign, and each time they always try to say we have avoided it. Right now, it's the 28th of November. We're saying, why not fight next? Let's just make the fight. Now, I won't proceed with quotes because, obviously, we want to talk about this a little bit. And, again, that's what I'm saying. He Here he is being slick. And that's what he's supposed to do. Shout out to Finkel doing his job. But he is being slick, right? He's like, oh, yeah, let's make the fight now. Meanwhile, his guy, his fighter, did get a tune-up. His fighter was able to work with, you know, his new trainer for some time and you know, just work on things, get things right, be ready for the big fight. Whereas he's basically insinuating that Joshua should be some sort of man and fight Wilder straight off a loss when, bro, you didn't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's not what you guys did. Um, so I'm not really understanding the verbal pressure, but it is what it is. Let's go back to these quotes and give you the rest because there's more. Here we go. If you're telling us you want a fight first before us, then sign to fight after. 
let's make a deal. He says Joshua will fight Deontay Wilder after their next fight. Why? They want to fight Dillian White, who was in a questionable win. The fight before that, White got knocked out. And two fights before that, he got knocked out. How does the press and anyone else rationalize Joshua fighting someone like that in his next fight? And if they say we're definitely fighting Deontay Wilder after, why isn't there an agreement done? Deontay, Deontay, Shelly Finkel, and PBC are willing to make a fight for Deontay to fight Joshua next. End quote. Again, it does sound good, but it's also very unfair. Of course you're ready to fight him next. You got the tuna. Your guy is ready to rock and roll. But what about Eddie's guy? What about Joshua's confidence coming off of a loss? So just saying, when you guys call in, be fair. Be fair. You gave Wilder his tune-up. You wanted him to fight his sparring partner. We paid for that on fucking you on, on, on pay-per-view. So let this man get his tune-up. Now, now, we do have to discuss the hypocrisy, right? Quite hypocritical of Shelly Finkel now to want an agreement in place when for all these years that's the exact opposite of what he wanted. He, they did not want an agreement in place when there was a possibility that the fighter could lose because he's going into a quote-unquote tune-up fight. So I don't really understand that part like you don't want him to get a tune-up like Wilder did. You know, it's a little hypocritical. And now in the past, when, right, Eddie made it clear, AJ next. No, 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 no. We just want AJ. Why we got to have a roadblock? Kind of the same shit. My man's going to fight whoever and then fight you next, and you want the agreement. So... I frankly don't give a fuck as long as you can make the fight. That's all we really want. That's all we really care about. But, you know, Shelly is probably not even being a hypocrite. He's probably just being the best at what he does, which is being Deontay Wilder's manager and trying to get the best for Wilder. Because for us... um. You know, I do want Joshua to have a uh, tune-up. You know, this way, there isn't any debate. There isn't anything to argue about. Both men got a loss or were coming off losses. Both men got a tune-up. It's a little bit easier what the fuck oh that's me that's me sorry see that man speaking is smart 
That guy speaking right there is smart because, you know, if you get that tune up, neither man has anything to complain about. Neither man has a, you know, excuse. So for Wilder, there's still the advantage that you can start training for Joshua now. Even if he goes and he does his tune-up, you're training now. According to Malik Scott, they've already begun training, right? They have been training for three people. So you got to believe that Anthony Joshua was one of those three. Why? Because they wanted Ruiz, Usyk, Anthony Joshua. That's the only other guy that, you know, Wilder needs to face. That's it. Let me see something. I'm going to try something else. Hmm. Okay. Says y'all heard that. But let me try one more. Because I don't know. Earlier, y'all wasn't hearing the, the, the sound. Whereas I got, I was tight. It, it kind of ruined my mojo. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, that's not playing. I don't know. I'm seeing it on the mixer, but it ain't coming through the main mix. So I'm going to have to get my man Travi Baby on that. Um, so Brandon Lenz, my producer, shout out to Brandon. He is saying, where does Andy Ruiz fit in all this? Well, we mentioned him in the quotes uh, earlier. They said, you know, we might be fighting Andy Ruiz. And, and they know that they will. But they also know that that fight is there, right? Like on that PBC side, where's the real danger for uh, Andy Ruiz not named Deontay Wilder? Right? He's not going to get in there with any young up-and-coming heavyweights. So, you know, we're talking about him fighting the Johnny Rices, uh, maybe Michael Hunter, who he knows. Um, I don't know, bro. Whoever the fuck PBC got over there that isn't Wilder, you know, because uh, that's probably the only guy that will beat Ruiz. So, um, all right, you got me. My man said, I can't get my boxing fixed from uninformed channels. That shit froze me. I'm like, hold up. What was the rest of the sentence? I thought he was about to say something about my channel. But no, he's here enjoying it. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, hit that thumbs up. Go ahead and do so. Uh, it's going to help with the visibility of the show, obviously. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other people. Um, I see not too many people tuned in today. Strange. I don't know. Where there were some other things that we could have discussed, and obviously we got our 12 o'clock show that we still have to uh, talk some more boxing. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty much all the same out here, man. Um, we need these fighters to get fighting, and... The Finkels of the world need to uh, get these contracts and these agreements pushed over the line a little quicker. You know, um, th this is a fight. Look, even Finkel himself said it's been five years. I think it's been more, truthfully, 
you know, we've been waiting for this for so long. So I get Finkel's urgency and uh, anxiousness, but I think it still would be a better fight for myself if AJ went into that without the necessity uh, for a tune-up, meaning coming off a win. He's already got his mojo back. He got his swag back. He knows what he wants, you know? So I say give him that tune-up the way Wilder got the fight Hellenius. So think about it. You got Shelly Finkel in one hand being hypocritical. Why? Because he's like, oh, why, why are you going to fight White? He arguably, you know, lost, which is true. I can't, I can't deny that he did arguably lose. Now, this is the thing, though. What's the difference between White and Hellenius? I mean, last I checked, White beat Hellenius. Last I checked, White's resume is probably better than Hellenius. At this point, it could be argued, and I'm sure someone will debate it, but White's fought more consistent top 10 boxes than your average heavyweight. Like, he's really always fighting a top 10 dude. Like, Franklin... Probably wasn't an active top 10, but he was an undefeated heavyweight that was top 10 or top 15 and then dropped from the rankings due to inactivity. So, you know, White fought Rivas undefeated. White fought Parker off the one loss. You know, he fought a lot of names. He never really has an issue getting in the ring and, uh, you know, fighting. Um, I don't know that uh, the Dillian White fight makes the most sense. But if we're looking for a tune-up, domestically, that's one that for them will sell. And that's just the truth. You know, um, but White does have three losses. They do all come via knockout, and that's why Franklin didn't get the win. And uh, they've all come to high-level fighters as well. Obviously, Tyson Fury, same man to defeat Vlad and Wilder and considered number one. Um, you got Povetkin, which... Is a common opponent with Anthony Joshua. And in a weird way, a common opponent with Deontay Wilder because, uh, you know, they were scheduled to fight and Wilder flew to the UK awaiting to go to Russia and then Pavekin tested positive. Maurice Vach, I'm not saying he's top 10, but I am saying if you're a heavyweight, you have to fight Vach and show what you're what you can do with him. White went 10. He was he was horribly fat in this fight, but he got the win. Rivas undefeated. Chisora, he beat him twice. Parker off one loss. Lucas Brown, you know, undefeated. Robert Hellenius off one loss. David Allen, undefeated. So... Yo, my man's been putting it in. And then you got to you gotta look at it. It's like, yo, knocked out, just like Wilder, 
tried to avenge it. He avenged it. Next thing he does is get in with fury. Knocked out. He don't take no soft touch. He fights an American undefeated heavyweight that, I mean, and if you go through his Instagram, and by his, I mean Jermaine Franklin, he, he you know, up until the loss, he was calling himself the, uh, you know, best American heavyweight. So, yeah, man. Uh, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. Obviously, it's going to put this episode in the eyes of other people. And, yeah, man, we're taking calls on Discord. We're taking calls on Twitter spaces. So feel free to join us if you like. And I need you to. Let's be real. You know, if there's no callers, there's no show. Let's just be honest, man. And uh, what else are we going to do? Shout out to Bill Haney checking in. Appreciate everybody that tunes up, tunes in, man. That's, uh, you know, it's always a blessing. Always a blessing. Shout out to everybody that super chats as well as the super chats obviously go to supporting the show and continuing to bring you better content and making you know, uh, the show as big and as great as possible. I got Fred Robinson. Can't wait to meet you this Saturday, December 3rd, Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to be at the Chocolatito Estrada 3 fight where we, will, will, where we will be doing a live show from the arena. And Fred Robinson actually purchased two VIP tickets to our live show. So, yeah, man, super thankful that you were able to do that and that you're uh, able to come out. And uh, his super chat is actually, AJ's confidence is way too short to go right into a Wilder fight. You know? And, 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 and you know, we know that, right? We know not for a fact, but we know that we've heard rumors of sports psychologists, we've heard rumors of, uh, you know, definitely some lack of confidence, rumors of being knocked out by sparring partners, you know, we've heard it all, so that's why I, I'm with the super chatter, I do not want AJ to go straight into a wilder fight, he proves nothing, he proved nothing. You know, I, I didn't want Wilder to go straight into the Fury rematch. You prove nothing. It, you prove nothing. What's wrong with regrouping, getting a better game plan, you know, and coming back and trying again? You want to get on the saddle? Go ahead. But first, let's regroup. First, let's come up with a game plan. Can't just go back in there doing the same shit. Back-to-back -back losses ain't cool. They ain't cool. Ask George Cambosis. They're not cool, man. I'm telling you right now. But who am I, right? Who am I? You know, we not the fighter. So what are we going to do? But uh, you can call in via Discord or 
Twitter spaces. And I'm putting those links in the chat right now. And I'll pin them so when you come to the channel, you can always find it right at the top. And you can join our Discord and use the voice feature or join our Twitter community and request to speak. Remember, if you're on Discord, I need you to raise your hand. And uh, that was a Fred Robinson super chat. Um, and I kind of agree, man. And Ohio runs boxing with a $2 super chat. Just sending love. Hey, brother. Totally appreciate you. Uh, thank you for checking in. Fine morning. Sun's just coming up. You know, it's cold out here in Vegas. I'll be real, though. That that's that was unexpected. You know, you don't really feel winters in Florida. That's what I do miss about Florida, man. But can't be mad. Can't be mad. Vegas has brought some uh, amazing opportunities. You know, uh, some gotten to meet some amazing people. And, uh, you know, it's only the beginning, man. It's crazy to think it hasn't even been a year yet. We got Dominic, or is it Dominique? Hmm. I mean, it could be Dominique. It is a universal name, but... He or she says, Ness, keep holding it down, champ. Smash the like button. And that was kind of a unisex message. You ain't getting no indication there, right? But if you're watching this or, excuse me, listening to this on Twitter Spaces, do me a favor. Retweet. Please retweet and quote retweet. Look, I got someone right now on Twitter saying, what's the topic, y'all? And uh, he must be a Tank fan. Because his handle is like Javonta Davis Promotions at Tank, whatever, whatever. But here you go, buddy. That's the topic. And shout out to Twitter who was checking in, letting me know they can hear me. We appreciate you guys keeping me, uh, you know, on point. Obviously, we had to do a bunch of work to the studio uh, to get it where we wanted, and, and, and I think we still have some bugs to tweak, right, because I, I, I'm still feeling like you guys are not hearing my sound bites, which is pretty strange, but uh, let's smash that thumbs up button for sure, you know, that'll help with the algorithm, it'll get more views on this episode, which can possibly help us get more subscribers, which we are trying to do. Last I checked, we were about 40 or 50 away from that 159,000. So, yeah, man, help us out. Tell a friend to tell another friend to go ahead and subscribe. I got Michael Buffer with the two-pound super chat. He says, they do this to Fury coming off three years, another cherry. Uh... I'm lost. They do this to Fury coming off three years. Another cherry. Hmm. I don't know, bro. I don't know what uh, he meant by that. But I got one person that said the audio is definitely low. So I've definitely raised it. You tell me how we're coming in now. 
Um, and shout out to everybody that is checking in. And my boy Cannon says audio is fine. So I got to take his word for it as he's one of the producers and editors out here. Got to move that mic a little bit away. I feel like it was making some noise with the biz. Swift out the 813. What up? I know you're missing your blog talk. We had that set up. My man uh, Travis from, from Sticky Paw set set this whole monitor up, but I, I, I don't know how to turn it on, man. These Mac Minis is, is new to me. Straight. All right, so I'm getting definitely um, quite a few people saying that they could not hear the caller. So uh, that is unfortunate because you should have been able to hear my man Swift out the 813. Uh, But we will try and see can we do that again and put them on. Uh, But, I mean, look, first day with the new setup, I guess we're going to have some bumps and bruises to go through. Uh, And until then, yeah, man, we're going to roll with the punches. If you are on Twitter, Jay Hardcore, man, go ahead and do me a favor and, and jump on this Twitter. Make sure that that's working properly as... You know, we did do a couple of modifications here in the studio, and uh, maybe that could have ruined some things on the audio tip, man. But we got Jay Hardcore checking in. What up, DC? Talk to me. Hey, what up there, Witness? How you feel? I'm feeling good. And yourself? 
Man, I'm living a dream, man. Just keeping life very simple, that's all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, it looks like you're coming in fine. Yeah, it seems like I'm coming in hot, right? You sound good. Bad, bad, bad. Hey, man, with this uh, Wilder thing, man, I would love for this to be next because with these days, man, you don't get a fight to happen right, right now. It might not ever happen because these days, man, people just getting clipped or anything is happening. So let's just get this fight happening before something else happens. You know what I mean? We've been wanting this fight now for what, four or five years now? And uh, they both in, uh, took losses. Uh, stock has depreciated. Word. But, yeah, it's still, it's still a good fight, though. For, you know, we want to see it because both of them still can fight. You know what I mean? And uh, still hit hard as hell. And that's the last thing that goes in the heavyweight division is the power. And that's what we want to see anyway. We want to see a knockdown, drag out you know, beat up type of thing happens. So let's make this happen. We ain't got to see Ruiz and uh, Wilder right now. We can put that on hold and uh, Tyson them do their thing. And the winner of this, get Tyson and move on forward. You know what I mean? That would be just grand for that to happen. But this is boxing. So, you know, anything is possible. Anything will happen and can happen. We all know that. That's pretty much all I got, Nesta. For sure. Anything great with you, man? Cannot complain, brother. Cannot complain. All right, man. When you keep on doing your thing, this J Hardcore, Hardcore Boxing News, I'm out of here. Let's go. Appreciate you on the check-in on Twitter. Uh, Right now, that seems to be the best location to use to call in. And and, and it's only temporary. Uh, I'll have the engineer come back out today and uh go over some of these i mean he's already gonna see some of these messages from 5 a.m anyway (laughs) which is funny because he's like bro you sure it's good and i'm like yo everything seems to be working fine and it's two in the morning he's like yeah because i don't look forward to like a 6 a.m call so i didn't call him at six instead i text him at five (laughs) but i just put the twitter spaces link Right there in the live chat on youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do so. Let me see where we are in terms of subscribers. Looks like we got a request. It is RNS1. What up? Hello? Hello? Yo, Ness. I hear you. Yo, what up, Ness? What's up? It's the Bronx on the check-in, kid. Yo, when you come back to the New York City area, you got to let us know, man. We got you to do something up here. For sure, champ. Gotcha. Uh, so, Ness, here's, here's my question. I don't, I'm sorry if I went off, off topic. I just joined in. <clears throat> so, I heard the, the Terrence Crawford interview last um, yesterday with the homie from Showtime. Now, it seems like he's answered every question. Like, I, I went through, I listened to your, your show with Danny when you and Danny went um, back and forth on the, on, or you covered his back and forth with Errol on the Twitter. Now, it seems like the only question Crawford hasn't answered pertaining to this whole thing 
is why why he didn't tell Errol the names of the backers because he answered the question yesterday about the contract when Errol said, "Hey, show the contract," and, and Crawford basically said he's bound by you know NDAs. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking he it's the same situation with his um, financial backers that had that 50 million up and they didn't want to be named right away, but that's just speculation. I'm hoping maybe you can get him an interview with him to the lead up to this fight with Avenesian. Cause it seems like he's going on a media tour. And I think that's the last question that he needs that, that needs to be put to him honestly. And then I mean, I think Kate thing. Abdo tried that though. Right. I mean, he's just good at swerving. But Ness, don't you think it's the same thing? Like, if you're a ba- investor, you're putting up that much money. Do you want to be named that quick right away to someone? Because they probably want to be protected in a way too. Like, if it's Warren Buffett, you know, they don't want him. He doesn't want people knowing but, out there that he's putting up this money. But why wouldn't for he fight for a fight? But because it's like bad press for him. How in, is in it a way. bad press that Warren Buffett is getting in the boxing? Because people might say stuff like, oh, he's paying money for a fight, but there's homeless people. There's this around the world, that around the world. I Maybe mean, those investors just didn't want to be named just yet because they, I think they have a right to yeah, and, and, privacy and, and being that right. it's not public record. And you're right. They may have that right. But we as a public, Earl and his team, we all have the right to feel like that's some bullshit. We all have the right to feel like, why are you being evasive? Why are you being secretive? Why does it feel shady? But Ness, it's like if he, if Errol would have just, and Al would have just agreed to meet the investors, that question could have been answered. But, but that's the thing. Why do I gotta agree to meet someone for you to tell me who it is? Don't that shit sound shaky, bro? No, it's like, hey, are you, if you're really interested, then let's do this. Let's meet. Let's all get together and ha- and hash this out right there and then. R- Enough with the R- back and forth. RNS one. Yes, Think sir. about it. Think about it, bro. It's like, what do you mean if you're really interested? Like Al Heyman, there's no other single man in boxing to have put on more consecutive. Huge events. Mm-hmm. Like, it's only Al that carries that mantle. So, like, it's... What do you mean if you're serious? Al's been showing you he's serious since he got into the sport. He's single-handedly changed the pay grade. Remember, he is responsible for Floyd. So, he changed the pay grade for fighters. Not Floyd, what he wants you to believe. It was the advisor... <laughs> The one that Floyd never left. The one that Floyd always thanked. So I, I'm not understanding what I got to show Crawford. How do I show Crawford that I'm serious? Me having two network deals. Me having over 200 fighters signed to me. Me having the motherfucker you want to fight. Me having the guy that's doing better pay-per-view numbers. That's not serious enough for you? Come on, bro. That sounds crazy to me. And I know you're just no, I agree. making things to, to uh, for argument's sake, but like, it don't make sense. Just like him withholding that information don't make sense. You making everybody else feel like, oh, there's some sketchy shit going on. When you don't want to well, tell me who's on the other side of the door, I want to make sure not to go through that door, come through that door with a gun. 
Because you don't want to tell me who over well, there. But it seems like he was saying that to Errol, but not Al. You know? Because he told Al, you know these people, and they know you. And that's what... I mean, uh, that ain't uh, enough uh, information. They, because someone say they know me, do they know me? I mean, you could tell well, someone you know me because you call into the show every day. Like, that don't mean nothing. That Somebody could be using Al's name. Mm -hmm. They could be using Al's name. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Al. Yeah, I did business with Al. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe he just got a fucking soda pop for Al. But maybe, what if, 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 if Al's response is what Crawford says it is, hey, I want this fight for me. This is on my fight. Or, you know, this is PBC. You know, that tells me that it's not it's not like it's not a response like, hey, is this that um that gangster again? Like who is it? Like Al's response was, Hey, this is my fight. It's all you know, I'm gonna be the one that does. Rightfully so though, these investors that don't wanna be named, did they invest in Earl Spencer's career? Were they single handedly responsible for putting them on after the whatever Olympics and for Earl to get 6 million views versus Bun Do, did they make him into a household name? Did they make him no. into a pay-per-view star? Did they no. make that relationship with Jerry Jones? No, it was Al. So why would Al share in the proceeds? Think about it again. I don't understand why this is always so hard for everybody. Do you own a home? Yeah. All right. So if I got you a buyer, are you giving me half your proceeds? No. All but, right, um, then. Like no, no, no. That's it. End the fucking story, brother. Only thing I'm entitled to is a cut. What the fuck do these investors think? That's your motherfucking house. You then, bought Al, that house. But, Ness, Al doesn't have... If he lets those investors put the money up and he gets a cut from Arrow's 25 mil and that 20% if it makes money, he's not losing anything. He has no skin in the game. Okay. How much was Pacquiao and, and Mayweather? How much was Pacquiao and Mayweather? Who's got more experience in the game? This is what I'm saying. If he don't want to cut it loose, it's just like you. Whatever business you win, you good at. You know when to cut when to cut something and when to keep something. Just like I okay. know what to talk about and what not to talk about. Everybody knows they lame. So if Al know not the shiz because the fight is worth money and guess what? Last I checked, Al had uh, Mayweather McGregor, Mayweather Pacquiao, Mayweather every fucking body, Mayweather Canelo, Mayweather Oscar. That's Al, Al, Al. So, but he I didn't mean, have for um, Crawford Spence, as as can you know, as verified by Tim Smith. He, he didn't have he Elvis. didn't have he didn't have Crawford Spence, but don't you 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 know why? Crawford took a tuna. Boxing, and you can't no, get no, the no. money up for it. Crawford took a tune-up. What are you talking about? He can't get the money up. Why Why are you making things up? Crawford was very clear in every single interview that he did, even the one that I haven't even seen yet. This is how sure I am that you're misquoting the information. What you're... No, what, what you're listen to me. Listen to me. What you're forgetting, Terrence Crawford had a completed contract in his hand. A completed contract, revised with everything he asked for. He's already told you on numerous interviews that they took too long. 
and that that date the date for that contract was for the next year so he took right. the tuna so so again exactly. so why are you blaming al that crawford didn't sign and instead chose to fight this year al gave him a contract with everything he asked for for next year but ness you're saying al had the money for floyd Canelo, Bro, but he forget didn't that money. money. Listen Canelo. to me. Forget that money. Al satisfied Crawford. Crawford is on record telling you, you just ain't fucking listening. He told you, I accepted no guarantee. He told right. you that. So what, what money does Al got to give him? You not listening. You got a vendetta not against Al. Why are you talking about Al? Oh, I, I, oh. Listen to me. Listen to me. You not listening. You still talking about Al. You still talking about Al not having money. Al don't need money. He made the contract that way, and Crawford accepted it. What don't you get? What do I got to give you money up front for if my contract says no fucking guarantee? I'm talking about Errol not having a guarantee. If Al had oh, all that my money... Mother, like I got to go. I got to go. I can't do this with you, bro. You, 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 you either playing dumb or you extremely dumb. <laughs> Why the fuck is he going to give one man a guarantee? What you not hearing? These dudes don't know shit about business. They don't know shit about business. So you telling me right now, High Rollers calls me, and they like, Ness, we ready to lock it in. We want you smoking blunts in our fucking studio every day, right? And I call Travis from Sticky Paws, and I say, yo, I need you to break this shit down, put it back in that location. How much? X amount of dollars. Cool, go do it. And if he choose to do it without me paying him first, I got over. Now I come back, I inspect the job, then I pay you. If you ain't do the job to my liking, I can start to deduct. What the fuck is he talking about? Al is a great businessman. He got two motherfuckers that's worth money to fight each other for free and make the money back for him. And then he get his cut off of what they made. What is he talking about? Oh, guarantee, Ness. Why he can't give him a guarantee? Why? Because he's a good businessman. He don't got to. That's it. You want to fight him? Yeah. You want to fight him? Yeah. Well, go ahead and fight. Let's see what y'all make. That's it. What the fuck? What do I got to get a guarantee for? You want a guarantee? Go guarantee your shit somewhere else. And that's what Crawford did. So the person that didn't want to fight is the dude that left with the revised contract that was completed. I don't understand. Like, he'll be back. Some dudes is just weird, bro. What up, champ? Who is this? Metis. It wouldn't matter if Crawford said it was a shitty deal and they didn't expect him to take it. Key word, they didn't expect him to take it. He took it. He took it. Like, y'all making excuses, bro. Shit is hilarious. What up, champ? You there? Yeah, I'm in the building. Talk to me, baby. All right. I'm going to speak on the Wilder thing real quick, then I'm going to speak on the Crawford. Oh, shit. So, this is, uh, fuck. Don't help me. It's stuck. Don't help me. Oh, shit. I know that voice. You used to love Robert Helenius, yo. That's no, crazy. no, no, I'm a Joe Washington. Oh, Joe Washington. Washington, that's fan. right, that's right, Joe Washington, yeah. my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it's your boy Stunner. Stunner, what up, bro? It's been a minute. 
Oh, let me see this. So you die, boo. What the fuck is that? What is this? What is this? No, nah, it's a cryptocurrency project, man. Oh, a project. Man, yeah. crypto, crypto doing bad, bro. I pulled out, man. I took my losses and, and I'm out, man. I said, fuck it, man. Well, well now's the time to buy while everything's low, but it still might go a little bit lower. So you yeah, can hold I know. I ain't got the balls no more, man. I ain't never lost this much money. I'm done. Word. So, as far as it's a wilder Joseph thing, mm-hmm. I mean, way, way, way I see it, I don't see uh, that fight happening next due to the fact that originally AJ was supposed to fight in December and then they pushed that back. And then coming off, like, you know, this fight and hearing the names that they've been suggesting, White, Franklin, I'm hearing, they're also, you know, thinking about, I don't think that they're going to jump right to the Wilder fight. But I, I do mean, think they also that, said uh, Oda Violin, too. I think that name was mentioned a few times. Well, actually, I think that's a good fight because I feel like AJ still does have to show that uh, he can get past the Southpaw. I mean, it might not be Usyk, but, I mean, Wallen's pretty good. But if not Wallen, I mean, I think somebody just 6'5 and up would be a good fight for Joshua. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, do you think it's hypocritical? To ask him to go straight into the Wilder fight since they just got day tune up. Yeah, I want I wouldn't say hypocritical, but I mean Wilder got his tune up. He looked pretty spectacular in doing it. I think I feel like AJ needs something similar, but I don't think that he needs to be matched up with the likes of like White or Franklin. I mean, I think like needs to fight somebody. But, but I think somebody taller. But don't you want something simple to make sure he don't lose? It's, it's not a, I'm not saying it's not a matter of this, the level. It's just a matter of if you're going to hypothetically fight Wilder after this tune-up, I would think that you want to fight somebody who's like in Wilder's height range so that the reach and all that stuff, then, you know, you get like some type of feel for it. Because if you fight a Franklin and then try to fight Wilder, it's, it's nothing you can really like take away going into a Wilder fight. At least how I, I would see it. And then... As far as uh, this Crawford Spence thing, I mean, the way I see it, I, I mean, I, like I said, I truth, I'm a, I'm a heavyweight fan, so I'm typically like neutral, like when it comes to 147. But I don't know, as of recently, I've kind of been becoming like a Crawford fan. And the way I see it, I mean, everybody keeps saying they want to see Spence Crawford next. I'd rather see Bud Crawford versus Ennis. Because there's a lot more drama that goes into it. There's curse bid situations. There's, I feel like that's the, and I think it's more likely than, uh, I think Crawford versus Ennis is closer than Crawford versus uh, Spence because you got to think, take a low ball offer to fight Spence or possibly enter a curse bid situation as the A side versus Ennis. Where I mean, there's not going to be any for- money there. There's not going to be any money for the Ennis fight. I don't know that Black Prom is going to pay. Him ten million, then have to pay Showtime some sort of money to let Ennis come over, plus pay you know Ennis's promoter Cameron Duncan. I don't know. It sounds tough to do, but it would be amazing. Well, so let me give, let me give you this hypothetical, because typically, like you know, PBC fights have been doing like when you talk about the pay per views, they usually do between like three hundred, five hundred, in the on the high end, seven hundred, eight hundred k, right? So let's say Crawford Ennis could possibly pull in 
400 to 500 viewers. Do you think it's worth it? Yeah, man. Anything that's doing 400 is worth it, brother. You could pay them dudes hella money at 400. Remember, two, uh, 225, I think, is like 18 million or 20 something million. So, you know, it all depends what they sell in their pay per views at. Because here's the thing because Showtime has been basically, remember, Ennis is signed directly to Showtime. And yes. they've basically been, you know, they've been promoting him and all that stuff. So if that fight gets made, there's just going to. I feel that, that fight's gonna get viewed no matter where it's at. It's just one of those type of fights. Whether it was on the zone or on PPC or ES like Crawford and his fight, people are watching. So I, I mean, feel like that's the type of fight Black Prime needs. They are, but how many people, bro? And 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 now, you know, Crawford took this pay-per-view. We don't know how this is gonna do. And this this is gonna be on his track record. Whatever it does is gonna be part of his resume, man. And this is a new, yeah. this is a new company. So you know, it's like, is it gonna be a good one? You know, I'm buying I mean, the way it. I, I know a lot of my community I, people have already purchased it. I view it like the zone without the Eddie Hearn effect. What do you mean? Which I view as a good thing. I mean, when when he launched the zone. It was in the middle of this whole Wilder Joshua stuff where he was constantly disrespecting Wilder and Wilder has a you know, me being one of his fans too, I was kinda like put off by that shit. So early on I was basically like fuck the zone and anybody who associate with him. You know what I mean? I mean kinda, you know, I'm a fan, so you know what I mean, I do that type of shit. But basically without having that Eddie Hearn factor where you you know, he's like very put offish towards like a lot of people, like that's basically how I view you are Black Prime at the moment. I mean, they still have to do the show and show that they can, you know, make like a nice event. But early on, I mean, everything looks good. Both sides are paid. Uh, I don't know I why people keep said, saying that, bro. He got they got half the money, and the other one got a portion of the money. Like everybody's like, "Yo, both." That's the headline. Oh, Crawford's been paid. Crawford. Then you read it, and it's like, oh, half the money. He gets the other half the week of the fight or the, before he gets in the ring or some shit. It's like everybody just changes hey, the information. Hey, you saying five mil now, five mil before the fight? Cool, man. Yeah, it's cool, cool, but it ain't. that ain't the information, though. You know? What I just told you Look, is the accurate information. Everybody's making their own shit up. It's pretty weird too, cause Look, it's like all we gotta do is read. It's not like it's not like I got an inside source. Fucking just read. Well, look, look, well, look, if they're always gonna be paying people ahead of their fights, like in in the same manner, in the event that we get to Crawford Ennis, you're talking about, say they get no, Crawford. Listen, 12 listen, to listen. You, first of all, you wishfully thinking and you being optimistic, and that's right up my alley. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The issue is. At the end of the day, we got to let these dudes do their fight. We got to see how that is. And we got to hope that they coming back for another one. We don't know that. You already giving them another fight without knowing is they back. I can name, well, here's how I see I it. Can name a bunch of spots that, 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 that never came back. You know what I'm saying? Started doing boxing and they gone. All I know is Crawford don't duck mandatories. And with Virgil entering the Stanionis fight, I would think that whether the WBO does it themselves or Ennis would petition directly to the WBO to 
you know, be bumped up to that Mando spot. I feel like the writing's on the wall. Now, like I said, we still have to see how it plays out, but. All right. Well, Stunner, thanks for calling in, champ. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully, uh, that goes well for you. We are taking callers on Twitter spaces, so if you want to speak, go ahead and request uh, so we can get you on the show. In the meantime, in between time, let me see who we got. Michael Buffer back with another two-pound super chat. He says, basically, they're taking advantage of AJ's mental state. Well, they, they, you know, Finkel as a as a manager is trying to take advantage and put his fighter in the best situation, which is something that any decent manager should be trying to do. You know, if I'm the manager of Wilder, I don't care about AJ's mental state. In fact, oh, he's mentally weak. Let's get him now. Uh, we want to win. We don't want to hear none of that other shit. So I get why Finkel is jumping at the opportunity to try and get AJ in the ring with Wilder. But from Wilder's side as well, um, bro, you got one round. You know what I'm saying? It was only one round. So you might want a little bit more action as well. And if that action is only coming in sparring, you might be okay with that too, though. You know? Ronald Finkley, what up, man? He's saying the Twitter telling him his mic don't work, man. Come on back. Audio good, fam. Shout out to Perez on the check-in. No poll. I don't know what poll to do, pound for pound, Hobby. What should we do? Does it happen? Because we could keep it simple as that, Captain. Does this fight happen? Um, or do, do you want to get, you know, deeper? Is Finkel being a cunning manager? Is Finkel being hypocritical? What I mean, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Actually, say it in the chat. Brandon is there. He loves putting together polls, and he can put it together the way that I need it so that it's uh, simpler. Because I am alone. Solo Dolo, Scarface, no Manolo. You know, Danny, uh, obviously, it's holiday season, so he's taking, uh, you know, they got him doing mandatory overtime. So it is what it is. Um, shout out to everybody checking in, letting me know that Twitter sounds clear. We appreciate you. Shout out to everybody that is tweeting about the space. But let's go ahead and retweet the space. Retweet the space. Yeah, let's get it out there. Uh, let's get it out there and put it in the eyes of other boxing fans, man. We need some more callers. So, uh, yeah, man, go ahead and retweet the space. Let me see. Ron Boy Fresh, you know you got a big following. Go ahead and retweet. My man James Benitez, what's up? Can you can I get a retweet? Let me see how many I got. I'm about to see. I got eight. Who did it? Benitez, shout out. My man, eh, RD Campeonato. Okay, Ron Boy, I see you. Shout out to my man Stunner Perez. I see you. Pound for pound, Javi. Okay, Canna. What up? What up? Um, and Wook. Shout out. Shout out to everybody that did 
go ahead and retweet the space. What's the poll? Make sure you get it to Brandon. But if you're on YouTube, don't forget to smash the thumbs up and subscribe. Let's check where we're at on subscribers because we haven't done that in a minuto, you know. But feel free to use our Twitter spaces if you want to call in and voice your opinion on our topic. There is no agreement, and that's what Shelly Finkel was asking. If you want to take a tune-up, why don't we have an agreement in place? That's the poll. That's the poll. Should AJ take a tune-up? If AJ tunes up, we have to be specific before facing fighting. Which one is less characters? Facing Wilder. If AJ faces, if AJ tunes up before facing Wilder, should, I'll put this in capital, A, agreement, B, in place for Joshua versus AJ. And you know why I say that? Versus Wilder? Because they asking them to send offers. It's like, bro, stop asking to fight the man. Send him a fucking offer. Oh, you don't want to. Because you know that they're going to make a better offer to you. You know? So I'm glad that we finally are here. You know? We're finally here where Showtime is okay with letting Wilder go be an American international heavyweight. So hopefully... From this, we do get a potential fight, whether that be a tune-up with an agreement in place or a fight directly with Wilder, which is obviously what I don't want. I, I don't want Wilder to face him straight away. Let's see what Brandon came up with. His poll is, how do you feel about... an an AJ tune-up. Yes, it's only fair. No, tired of waiting. It won't help AJ. I mean, we could probably still use those answers for my poll, my question, right? My question is, if AJ tunes up before facing Wilder, should an agreement be in place for Joshua Wilder? So his first answer was, yes, it's only fair. Which I get, they mean it's only fair he get a tune-up since Wilder got one. But since it's what Wilder is asking for in order to stay committed to the fight, I think it's only fair that Eddie makes a deal with an agreement in place. Now... Um, All right, so I got to change this one. Say no tune-up, no tune-up, tired of waiting, right? So if AJ takes a tune-up before Wilder, should it agree with him? So, yeah, they don't want no tune-up 
They want it straight. All right, next option would be, and remember, you can still call in. We're using Twitter today. We got Pound for Pound Javi on the check-in. What up? Yeah, yeah, what up? What's up? Hey, good morning, TBV. I was just about to ask for Danny, but I guess he's working, right? Yeah. It is what it is, man. Yeah, man, uh, I think the Wilder-Joshua fight would be a good fight. Uh, I do agree that, like, Anthony Joshua should get a tune-up, and I think uh, Wilder should, too, because, I mean, the last fight, was it really a tune-up? Dude took him out in one round. I don't, I don't think that... That let us know how Wilder is doing. Uh, somebody mentioned like uh, Anthony Joshua is uh, burnt out or uh, something like that, and I'm like, I, I think Anthony Joshua was mentally defeated, um, but I think Wilder has taken the more the uh, the worst punishment. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see who ends up who who. Who's really doing but let me ask you, you know, again, let me like, ask you, even though you think Wilder's taken the less the, the the worst punishment, who's reacted better off a loss? Like, I'ma be real. Wilder has reacted more warrior like. Um, not only did he go back to the drawing board and look different in the rematches, but he also stood there and fought. And when he got dropped, got up and dropped Fury. Unlike AJ, when he lost, he was on the back foot. He changed his whole mentality, his whole game plan. And, yeah, he got the win, and a win is a win is a win. But it also showed us a chink or a crack in that armor, I guess, mentally. Just saying. Right, right. But I think, but I feel like, um, I feel like uh, with Joshua's thing, like, he could be, like, a change in mentality, right? Like, somebody can, like, help him get through that, like, mental block that he has where it's like, oh, shit, I got hurt. I got to back up versus uh, I, I think it's a little more dangerous for Wilder to have that mentality where it's like, I got hurt, I'm about to go out on my shield. You know, I'm not saying it's, a, I'm not saying one is, I'm not saying that's a bad thing for Wilder in a way, but I think that's more dangerous for him because, again, if Joshua gets hurt, he's like in the back foot. He's like, okay, survival mode, right? Versus Wilder, where it's like, I got hurt, I'm going out on my shield. Um, I Again, I, I would, I, I don't know who would win out of this fight. I just want to know who would, I just want to see it happen because mm -hmm. I want to see, okay, is uh, is Anthony Joshua's uh, mentality going to break down the moment he gets hurt or is Wilder going to, like, you know, get hurt and then try to go out in the shield versus playing it smart, kind of, like, you know, get through the round in a way, yeah. you know? Uh, that's what I would want to see. Again, though, both fighters are great. I, I, I hate that people worry about, like, fighters' losses. Like, it doesn't matter. People lose. It's fine. Get over that shit. Like, if you lose, that's fine. It's how you come back. And if you lost, you can still come back and be great. So I don't care that these dudes have losses. And they have losses to, like, great fighters, too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a great fight. Um, again, I, I do want to see Wilder back in the ring versus somebody else just because, again, it was just one round. And, I mean, that's the thing with Wilder, though. I mean, he just has to land one punch, and it's, it's over. So it's not really his fault that, you know. Helena's going to take the, the punch. But um, I think uh, Dylan White looked not too great to be a great tune-up for, for Joshua. I don't know if Andy Reese would be a tune-up. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that a tune-up. So I don't know if I would go that route for a tune-up. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, if they get in the ring, they get in the ring, whatever. Um, I just think it would be best to get a tune-up. But either way, uh, we're watching that fight. So 
yeah, man, that's what I got. Uh, hopefully, we can see it happen. And then uh, with the okay, one thing with the Crawford thing though. I remember you you mentioned in one show though, like when, when they were going back and forth with the guarantees and whatnot. There was this one caller who made a lot of sense that said something about like um, when Crawford brought up the uh, the offer to uh, the PBC guy, what's his name? Oh, and then he was like, oh, like you can make that and more here. And it was like, then why won't you guarantee me the money? Something like that. I forgot exactly what the context was. You guys were talking about Crawford earlier today, so kind of forgot what the point was, but um yeah man it's a it's a shame that we we didn't get to see Crawford versus Spence but um I guess I look forward to Crawford versus what's the dude's name uh, December 12th uh Abanesian <laughs> yeah just to see him in the ring because he's great you know he's a good fighter just as, as long as he stays active you know it's a good thing for the sport but uh yeah man that's my call thanks for the time Thank you, brother. Thank you for calling in. Pound for pound, Javi. We appreciate you on the check-in. Uh, we're going to keep these phone lines moving. Looks like we got good money, Rico. Yo, yo. yo what's yo. going on? What's up? What's up? Man, same old, same old, man. Appreciate y'all for having me this morning, man. Big shouts to everybody that's sending in. Um, I do want to tap in, right? As I, I actually just tapped in a little later, so I kind of caught it on the back end, but I heard most of what you were saying. And uh, me personally, man, I feel like neither one of them, neither one of them need a tune-up, bro. I feel like it's time right now to shake. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about it. It's not like this tune-up is going to really change either one of their styles. I feel personally like Anthony Joshua is the better boxer. He got more intangibles as far as like boxing go Deontay Wilder he a big puncher but when you think about it we ain't never really seen either one of them really just be elite it's not like it's not like a like a Terrence in an arrow where it's like all right a tuna fight you know you can go in there and really iron out some kinks and really change up some things they pretty much both set in their styles both of them it's like it's like two wounded dogs, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they still dogs, but let, let's be real. Both of them got their ass cracked. Both of them took a loss that really changed the fucking side of their future. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On a higher level like that, when you take a loss, it's more harder to bounce back. It's not even about the, the, the magnitude of the loss. It's the embarrassment of it. You 40 and 0, not even, not even quoting either one of their records or nothing, I'm just saying. You 40 and 0. You've been knocking off, you've been knocking motherfuckers out your whole career. You finally get in there with somebody who elite and you get exposed. I mean, it's it happens in boxing. You know what I'm saying? But right now, y'all taking tuna fights for what? Y'all wasting the people's time and money, man. And, I mean, and, and, and AJ, more more AJ, AJ got two back to back losses. You don't even think of two back to back losses you deserve a, a tuna? Shit, Deontay Wilder coming off two back-to-back -back losses prior to the Helena, who Helena, whoever the the, the the sparring partner fight. You ain't fight. You ain't come in and and then and then you know and this may just be me. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that Helena took a dive, bro. He ain't even really get hit for real. You know what I'm saying? That shit didn't even last long enough for us to even look at that fight and be like, okay, Deontay back. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Anthony Joshua fight was more. You seen him. You seen him trying to fight through that perseverance. Like, damn, I got hurt. I, I really don't have a chin like that, but I'ma still try and look like I can stand, bang. I can slip. I can shoot the jabs. I can. You know what I'm saying? I'ma try and still look like a complete fighter. You just, you get cracked. You know, once you get dropped, once you get knocked out, it's something in that jawline. Once that juice loosen up, you scared for that jaw to go a little further to the right. Anytime somebody cracks you. Because you may fall, you may get back dizzy, legs weak. It's things we don't know as as just fans. You know what I'm saying? That boxers deal with inside of there. When they get cracked like that, you don't want to experience it again. It's not even you trying to control being knocked out. It's your body. It's nothing you can do once that body goes. You feel me? So it's like you you at that point where you, you're scared to really engage. And I feel it's the same shit with Deontay. I feel like no matter how many people he knocked out, when he get in there with somebody... From now on, when he get in there with somebody that can actually fight, it's going to be that reserve, slow, waiting, just waiting for the one punch. We ain't never seen him work the jab, spin around, slip up under nothing. So what are we? What are you tuning up? What are we waiting for? Y'all both in the same position right now as far as being afraid to really engage. So why not get in there, tune each other up? Let's tune up with each other. What are we beating up on lower level opposition? I mean, for? it sound good, but Wilder got his tune-up. So yeah. Let's tune up with each other, but technically Wilder already tuned up. So he got the advantage, man. You think that was a tune-up, man? Bruh, he got it off. It, he got a whole what? camp off. You you thinking about the actions in the <laughs> ring. Bruh, you yeah. thinking about the actions in the ring. You're not thinking about the actual training camp. Up to the fight. Right. Yeah, he worked on shit. They got right. But what did he did we see what he worked on? What what was we able to see? Bruh, he what was did he really work on? He he worked on the counter punch and he was able to draw his man in instead of being the normal Deontay Wilder that comes looking for the one two. Oh champ, I thought you knew what you was watching. Man, that nigga did not man, that shit did not look precise. Wasn't clean, so he ain't draw him in. So like so he ain't make Hellenius come to him. Instead Man, of think about style. it, they, they no, already, no, 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 are, no, no, stop, 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 coming forward either way it goes. Stop, is this Alina style to play stop, stop, who the or is fuck come, from the jump? brother, Man. brother, who comes forward on Wilder, man? You lying to yourself, man. Who comes Come on, forward man. The on man Wilder. was walking forward on him. When you, this is your sparring partner. Wilder already been right. in there with He walking forward because Wilder walking backwards. Wilder the one walking backwards. Bill Hanny. Look, you got Bill calling me. He's like, yo, we didn't man. spar numerous times. So in sparring, I know. All right, if I walk up, I know what your weaknesses is. I don't work with you, bro. I don't work with you. So I'm gonna walk in. I'm trying to come get some work. You backing up. This is my opportunity from being your sparring partner. I done seen you in these vulnerable times. Anytime you backed up in camp, any training or any of that, I got off. So now you're doing the same thing. Let me step up and do the same thing. That ain't nothing to just back up. That's not showing no real skill because you... That, like, right. let's be real. Being, being, no real a counter, being a counter puncher ain't showing no real skill. But on top of that, on top of that, a dude that was known to come forward and be a one-two guy at 36 all of a sudden can knock you out on the back foot. That ain't nothing. Okay, that's cool. You watching what you watching, I'm watching if what I'm watching. you can show me a clean punch, I pass that if you could show me... So the right hand wasn't clean? Was, man, that shit barely landed, man. Come on. And, it, real, and it put homie to sleep. Did it or did it or 
or did he take a dub for the cash? Man? I'm out, man. I'm out, bro. I'm out. I'm, I got to get I'm to these saying. callers, let's be, man. Let's call a spade a spade, Nah, that ain't no spade. I'm, you went. Let's you call went. a spade a spade, man. He took a dive. All right, champ. Come on. I love you, man. I love you. I love you. You got the voice, your opinion. That's your opinion. I'm sorry. You know. And look, I'm not saying crazy shit don't happen out here. I'm not saying that. But crazy shit happens out here, man. Crazy shit happens out here. Um, Looks like we're going to get Bill Haney. So I got to take an intermission to get this done. All right, this is not the one I'm looking for. But all right, we're going to rock with this one. So I'll be right back. I'm going to try and set this up so we could get Bill Haney, father, trainer of Devin on the show. And uh, I'm going to need a couple minutes. Oh, man, I'm not even feeling this. Hold on. All right. All right. We're going to do this another way, unfortunately. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I will take a call. We got, uh, this is C-Dub. What up? Yo, yo. Yeah. Yo, TBV, that's what's up, man. Shout out Ness. Smash that like button, it's free. You know what we're talking about today, man. Who, who else was going to call in? It's, it's a statue. You know, we statued up. And it's, it's only fair. You know, give AJ all, give AJ everything he needs to make this fight. We need AJ at his top tip condition, his best. It's only right. Let him get a tune up, you know. And um, hopefully he won't run and duck this time. You know, hopefully, you know, when you fight a statue, you know it. You, you can do anything. You, you can um, you can go back to the top. You can be you can be considered a great again. Like if you beat Deontay Wilder, but the same is for Deontay Wilder. If you beat AJ, you know we all want to see the uh, Wilder and Fury again, or we may see we may want to see Wilder and um and Usyk. So. So wait. So you saying yeah. if AJ beats Wilder, he could be considered a great. But if if Wilder beats AJ, we just want to see Fury Wilder again. Well, when you got a statue, you already considered great. <laughs> so I mean, I thought that was kind of self-explanatory, and this is kind of rhetorical. But you know, he got a statue already. You yeah. know, he already got. You ain't lying. I gotta, I gotta straight. get my home city to put a statue of me. You ain't lying, man. You know, he, he already got 10 title defenses straight. What they like to say, if you retire now, are you a Hall of Famer? AJ should be. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, people hate on AJ and the UK, all of that. You know, I appreciate greatness. And a, I think AJ should be considered for Hall of Fame. But um, some people may say he not. But Wilder, 10 title defenses in the heavyweight division, because it's unheard of and it's very rare in the heavyweight division to do 10 straight. You know, Wilder is, you know, kind of, Solidified, you know, so 
But uh, it's still a good, it's still a big, great. It's still one of the biggest fights. It's still bigger than Ryan and Tank. It's still bigger than Spence and Bud today. Mm-hmm. Because because Wilder is one of the faces of boxing. Wilder is similar to Canelo, and people know who I'm talking to when I say that. Wilder is one of the faces of boxing, just like Tank. He do move the masses. He do control the needle. The 75K was a was a fluke. Caleb Plant don't got no fans. <laughs> Caleb Plant ain't hit my man's out, man. That's all that was. You lying? But yeah, man. But yeah, man. Put him in. Put him in there with with AJ. We're looking at a million buys. 700 at least damn put them in at least at least right you don't think so uh i i didn't know aj was that big of an american star buddy okay okay i oh 500 then and i'm I'm not going no lower than that i bet that i bet that man but shout out Ness, rocking now solo dolo scarface you know, shout out TBV, smash that like button, it's free. The statue shit. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for calling in. Uh, listen here, we're going to take this in a mission, and we're going to try and get Bill Haney on the show. So give me a segundo.
Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Uh, I've sent Bill Haney the necessary information to join us on the live. And uh, he did ask for 20 minutes. So we went through all that. But now we got to wait. I don't know. Can we last 20 minutes? We need some callers. If you want to hear Bill get on the show and rant with us, then I need you to call in because you need to hold me down till Bill comes back around. You feel me? Because I sent him the link. So uh, whenever he's ready, he'll be jumping on. Let me have him. Uh, please use headphones. All right. Shout out to Bill. Uh, so my Twitter space is died, obviously, because, you know, everything that we were doing. I don't know, should we just create another one or what? Um, I'm getting messages asking me how them Kenichi Bear headphones. They banging, man. You know, shout out to Kenichi Bear. You see him right here. Uh, you know, we, we're too small of a, of a business to... Uh, partner with things that we don't believe in because it'll come back to, you know, bite us. I can't lie to you and tell you that they're good. Um, I don't have millions of followers that I can sell thousands uh, and lie to someone just to make money. You know, there's only a couple of us. So it's like, I'm not going to tell the few of you that are buying them that they're great when they're not, but they actually are. Uh, they're so pre they're pretty good. Yeah, I had to kill the space to use the phone to you know communicate, champ. Is is you know it's 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 part of life. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I could always do another space for sure. I just don't know that we're gonna get callers. Like, while it's a great topic, it isn't the best topic, right? People are not really interested in this anymore the way that we used to be because in the past we thought it could happen. You know, we've been, you know, they've played with us so long with this one that people don't have the same energy anymore. They're not interested anymore. Um, you know, it's not, it's just not the same energy because of that. Because we've been dangled this carrot in front of our face for quite some time now. This is not the first time that they tell us, you know, we might get this fight or you know, that they're negotiating or that, that they've sent an offer and yada, 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 whatever the case may be, you know, it's not the first time we've heard it. And um, I know that it's hard for people to remain confident and assume that they will get a fight that they've been wanting for quite some time um, when that's not the case, when, you know, boxing world doesn't show us that, you know. They consistently make it hard to give us good fights. Like, we didn't get Isaac Cruz and Shakur, two guys that wanted a fight. You know, we, we're not getting that. You know, we haven't heard anything back from the Cepeda offer that was allegedly sent out. You know, so we don't know what's up with that. So, you know, there's fights out there that could be made that aren't being made. Um, 
that hopefully do get made, but we lose energy, and that's what they need to understand. Like, when Bill comes on, it's going to be the same thing for him. You know, like, when are we going to get these fights? Like, when will we lose energy for Devin and Tank, you know? I mean, I'm tired of them arguing and not talking about fighting, and I get it, you know. Dev and Bill, they're going to come on here and say, you know, everybody has something to say. Everybody says something except let's fight. And they might be right, you know, but that's something they got to take up with these fighters. You know, Wilder, once upon a time, had to raise his popularity in the eyes of AJ and Eddie Hearn. Not that it ever mattered, because even when the popularity raised, they were never able to actually make a fight with the alleged more popular Wilder now. But um, maybe that's what Devin might need to do. Uh, and he's got tons of followers as it is, but it's like, bro got all the belts and they still don't want to fight him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really understanding it's like you got all the belts, but people still don't want to fight you. So it's like, what do you have to do now? You know, what do you have to, uh, I guess, it's not about accomplishments anymore because obviously you got all the belts. So it's about financials, what you bring to the table, ticket sales. So that's why I'm saying he might have to still raise the popularity for certain fights, just like Shakur, you know, when you got when you want to fight a pay-per-view star a la Canelo, they call the shots. You know, Tank, he's used to that. He's the A-side. I got T Sizzle, $5 Super Chat. He says, do you think AJ comes with the smoke for Wilder if the fight happens? Seems like he's more celebrity than boxer now, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he's still in it, and, and let's be real. We can feel whatever we want. We can think whatever we want. But the truth of the matter is, AJ never talked about retirement, and when people kept putting retirement, um, you know, when people kept put, talking retirement and, 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 and asking them questions about retirement, um, what did he do? He always denied that he was ready to retire when everyone was pushing that on him. You know, he kind of lost his relationship uh, with Lennox because Lennox was suggesting tune-ups. And he's like, you know, what kind of champions are telling me to not fight for my belts and give up my opportunity at the belt? So, you know, uh, it's it's... It is what it is, right? I don't see Bill Haney trying to make me wait forever. Bill, where you at, Bill? We got a poll, and it says, if AJ tunes up before facing Wilder, should a agreement be in place for Joshua versus Wilder? 49% say yes, it's only fair. 22% uh, say no. No tune-up. Tired of waiting. 14% say it won't help AJ for Wilder. 15% said 
I am done with this fight. Damn. Y'all done. Just like me, man. We're going to catch Bill on the next one because I don't see you, Bill. Where is you? And I ain't got no callers. You know, I need my engineer to get up in here and fix my other blog talk and, and, and get all this right. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.